Hey, it's George Free. Welcome to the Martial Arts Media Business Podcast. In this episode, I'm chatting to repeat guest Kevin Blundell from Kumairu Martial Arts System. Now, if you've listened to the podcast over the years, we originally spoke on episode 20, talking about uh, signing up 100 new students within five weeks. Then we got together on episode 115, talking about the strategic mindset behind 23 locations. And this episode is really special to me because you listen to episode 115, that is where this whole journey, new journey began. Let me give you a few insights. So episode 115 was actually a recording from our internal private partners event that we hosted for our partner members. So three times a year, we get our partner members together, and it's a combination of masterminding, networking, and bringing speakers together, and just learning and growing and sharing information and networking together. And after the event, Kevin spoke at at the event, which was the recording of episode 115. And after that, we started talking about this process of opening another location. Now, Kevin is one of the most humble and sincerest guys that you'll meet and won't always reveal the depth of knowledge that he has within the industry. But when you speak to him, you'll know that he's very methodical and everything is systemized and designed for success step by step with absolute certainty and clarity and we started talking about the process of how they go about opening successful location after location and they've rinsed and repeated this process 20 20 plus times very very successfully and so i spoke to kevin about number one speaking again at one of our events but how about we actually just look at the whole process and the blueprint and map it out and see if it's something that we can share with other school owners. And that's why I'm really excited about this podcast because we've just, we're just in the process of putting together the next profitable location blueprint. So depending on when you're listening to this, we are hosting a partners intensive event that for the first time we're opening up to the public. and. If you're listening to this a bit later, there'll actually be the program will be ready to go and available, which is the full course, the next profitable location blueprint. So we chat a bit about the first steps. If you're looking at opening a next location, what are the things that you got to look for in, firstly, why do you need to do it in the, in the first place? How do you go about probing the, the population? What have you got to look for? What is the minimum number of people that you should have in a town, if it's a rural town, um, what is the best structure to set up your location and all the rest. So we're going to jump right in. Now, uh, wherever you're listening to this podcast or watching, make sure you hit the subscribe button. If it's on YouTube, hit subscribe. If it's on your, your favorite audio channel, make sure you subscribe that you get that you get notified when our next episodes come out and look for the notes and the links, the show notes episode 129 so we at martialartsmedia.com forward slash 129 check in the show notes there are links available to the event depending on when you are watching or listening to this there will still be time to jump on otherwise the program should be available have a look and if you are looking seriously considering opening up a next location it might be worth checking out all right but let's get into the magic let's jump into the show let's do it Ladies and gentlemen. Hi, everybody. Good evening. Are you ready? Keep this frequency clear. I know you're going to dig this. Oh, yeah. Okay, here we go. Check, check it out. 
You're listening to the Martial Arts Media Podcast, where you, the martial arts school owner, gets insider tips and secrets from leading experts to help you build a more profitable martial arts business. Now, here's your host, the founder of martialartsmedia.com, George Faree. This podcast episode is the audio version from a video that was published on martialartsmedia.com. For the full episode, to download the transcript and get all the show notes, head over to martialartsmedia.com. Enjoy. Kevin, so in the context of opening a new location, we always ask the marketing question first, but in reference to opening a new location, what has been the best marketing campaign or promotion that you've done that's been most successful for you? Um, we've had a, a number of successes, but one that comes to mind is uh, when we opened one location, we we systematically went around creating rumours and whispers. Um, so we, you know, we we joined some local uh, Facebook groups, we spoke to local sporting groups, and we just said, "Hey, there's a new martial arts school coming to town." Uh, we had a few people in the geographical area, and uh, and we asked them just to uh, in their day to day activities just say. Oh, by the way, we're, there's a new martial arts school coming to town, and it was uh, it piqued a lot of people's interest. So it was really good how it um, unfolded for us. What was the result of doing that strategy? Well, it was really good. <laughs> On our opening uh, week, we got 50 paid trials for the first week um, before we before we even commenced. And during the construction phase, um, you know, uh, I was present a fair bit and going to hardware store, service station. You know, just interacting with local community, and uh, I always told them what was going on. And uh, funny enough, a lot of those guys booked in, paid for their trial, and were there that first week. Some are still with us in that area, so it was uh, really good. So it's really successful. Fantastic. So, Kevin, I wanted to bring you on. We've got, and depending on when you're listening to this, but we've got an event coming up, and we put this program together called the Next Profitable Location Blueprint. If I think of any martial arts business owner in the world and i think who would be the renowned expert on this topic it would be you just because you've done this so many times and successfully and run a multi-million dollar organization with your multiple martial arts schools so if we're to just start from the beginning if, if i'm a martial arts school owner and i'm looking to open up my next location i want to grow my growth where do you start a lot of trials and tribulations to get to the, where we are now, but I certainly feel confident we've got it uh, pretty accurate. Um, certainly over the last number of locations we've opened, been very successful as we followed the, the blueprint from day one. Um, probably the most important thing is once you establish your why, why you want to do it and, and what you want to achieve is uh, to find the geographical area you want to be in. And uh, one of the key things is, you know, if you're going to own both the locations, you need to be able to um, manage those. So anything more than an hour's drive away becomes a little bit untenable. But if you, you know, 30 to 45 minutes away, it's uh, it's an ideal location. Uh, that's the first thing. So you just basically look at the map and, you know, if you're in a city, do you, you know, how many suburbs away do you want to be? Uh, what's what, you know, how busy it it is to travel there. If you're in a rural environment, what's the next largest uh, town or city and um, how long is it going to take to get there? And you need to account that in because 
that's one of the key things. Um, if you are running to both locations, you certainly need to have that measured from the start. Probably the next thing is then is once you decide where you'd like to go, is to physically go there yourself and and just have a look around, get a feel for the place, just see what happens. Um, and there's a lot of subheadings under that of what we do, but primarily is uh, just see. I, I know it sounds a bit, you know, uh, of a uh, sort of flyby. You see the pants way of, you know, setting up a business, but get a vibe. It really is get that vibe for that area. And uh, you can get that over a couple of day visits, you know, just by interacting with the community, having a look around, and obviously doing your research. Perfect. So I want to talk a bit more about, about visiting for the vibe and so forth, but let's take the just one step back before you even visited the, the town. What are you looking for? If you like draw up a map and you're looking, all right, well, I'm here and I'm looking at a radius of about 30, to, 30 minutes to an hour from where I'm at for my, for my next location. What are the things that you're looking for and what type of research are you doing to determine where you're going to set up? So once I've gone to the place and had a look physically, um, just to sort of satisfy myself, that's an area. Um, so these two things correlate together, and that is then I go on and I look on the Bureau of Statistics. I look for the population in the area. I look for the uh, medium income. I look for activities, you know, is it a sporting town or is it a retiree town? Is it a, uh, uh, you know, low socioeconomic area or is it a, you know, a wealth area? Um, generally, somewhere in between those two is an ideal area. Young families, um, you can plonk yourself in the, very wealthy area, but people, you know, haven't got any time. And then you put yourself in an area where there's a lot of folk that just haven't got the resources to, you know, participate. So you've got to weigh all those things up so you can do your research. Our local government area websites have a lot of information. So we, we systematically go through and tick off, um, look at the Bureau of Statistics, your local government area websites, and you just see, you know, um, even news articles. I've, I've done research on news articles as well, just to see what sort of uh, people are in that area and if they would fit into your uh, martial arts school community. And what about sports activities and things like that? Is there anything you look at? Are you concerned about competition or anything like that? Oh, look, I think if you go to a, an area where there's a lot of sporting activity, uh, we've had a lot more success where there was area where there wasn't. So. You know, do they have a, a soccer competition, a touch football competition, basketball, hockey? How many teams they got? You know, and that's easy. You just look up the local associations. You know, for example, hockey association for field hockey. Um, you know, football, uh, all sorts of things. Swimming, what, whatever sporting, and uh, I even look historically uh, at the sporting pages for that area. You know, to see. Um, the prowess of the athletes that come out of there because if they're a sporty town, it's, you know, you do run into the thing, oh, we only can only train in the summer because winter and vice versa. But uh, once you get people involved, you know, they'll they'll work it out and um, you'll have them there training all year round. So, you know, you, you want to look at that. But if it's an area where, um, as I said, you may have a lot of retirees or people, there's not much action happening, you may have a level of success, but I just found that, you know, really looking into the area you're going to makes a big difference. 
Fantastic. If we are to look at population density and how big a community is, is there a set number that you think of what sort of a minimum, especially if you're looking at like a rural town that's close by that there's just not enough people in the vicinity to make it work? I look at percentages. So if you can get 1% of the population to participate, 15,000 is a good benchmark. So if you've got 15,000 people who are within 30 minutes of where you're going to set up your new martial arts school, generally you'll get 150 people there as a rule. Um, obviously, this varies from location to location, but that's been the formula I've used probably for 30 years, uh, especially we have a lot of rural locations. Um, you know, some initially were just community services into small areas, but, you know, as we went along and become uh, more proficient at what we did, uh, we identified around that around that 15,000. So although we do have some schools where there's a very small population and um, five or 6,000, they have over 100 members. So, you know, wow. it really depends on the community. So that that's that's everything dovetails together. It's really important to, to make sure it all marries together when you're doing your research. And you need to be honest in your assessment because sometimes you get a little bit, um, you know, look at things through rose-coloured glasses. So it's really important to make sure you're honest with your analysis. So let's say you visit a town and you like the vibe and it feels good. Is there Has there ever been a moment where emotions clouded the actual logic business brain and maybe didn't the decision-making didn't go in the right way? When I wore a younger man's clothes, yes, because <laughs> um, I saw what everyone should do martial arts and I couldn't understand why they, everyone in any everywhere in the whole world wasn't doing martial arts. But the reality come along pretty quickly. Um, and so, you know, you can make a clouded judgment, but with my overall approach now, if you follow the analysis and um, you follow the steps, you'll, you'll get past that emotive feel. For, for example, uh, we looked at a number of locations, Jason, you know, other towns near where I live at the present time, and um, one up north was closer to the one south. But once we went there and did our due diligence, we found that the one up north just wasn't going to support um, a full-time centre uh, and, you know, be great for a little community martial arts uh, in, a, in, a, in a hall type place. You know, it would be fantastic for that. Um, and there's some great martial arts schools there, and they they but they don't ever have any great numbers because it's just not that environment. And can you recall the distinct trigger that that made you feel that that's just what is it about the town the town that you felt or the research that told you that it's just not going to work there? Well, initially the vibe just wasn't there, uh, and there was uh, just the the atmosphere. Then when I did my research, you know, sporting groups and socioeconomic and, and that, it started to really throw up a lot of red flags. And I just I just thought, oh, before I proceed any further with this, um, I'm, I'm not going to uh, make a, a quick decision. So I sort of left it for a few weeks and come back and re-went over the material and then I chose the other location, which was a great success. So I guess, I guess you know, a vibe is not a thing, but it it's just comes with experience. But the, having the um, the uh, opportunity to look at statistics, income, age, population, demographics, obviously, then uh, what's happening in that town? Uh, was it a you know a highway town or was it bypassed? You know, like there's lots of little things that 
you know, added up and it just didn't add up right and I made the right decision. I just want to go back on the distance because we spoke about within a half an hour's drive and I think anybody that's in a in a city uh, might think, whoa, nobody's going to drive 30 minutes to get to to martial arts in a city environment, right? But your experience in a rural town is very different, right? In some of our rural locations, um, we have people drive 100 kilometres or 60 mile, as we know it, each way to class twice a week, you know, wow. without fail, and have done that religiously year in and year out. Um, so in the city, I find that if it's if you're more than, say, people about 25 to 30 minutes, that's a maximum they'll travel, but generally it's 15 to 20 minutes, but you still don't want to be plonked on top of, um, you know, uh, in an area that's you're not happy with. You need to... You need to have a good area, so you still need to do the same due diligence. We have we have locations in major capital cities as well, so we understand how that works. So there's sort of like you just need to make sure what you know public transport is that available. Um, one of our locations in uh, in Sydney is uh, the train station straight across the road from where they got the do- uh, the dojo, which is the martial arts school. Um, <laughs> you know and it's a great little location. So it's not a full-time one. It's a community hall, but he's uh, got such a great relationship there. He can set up, you know, he has a set-up team. They set up each night. He has 150-odd members, and uh, he, he's just he's just killing it. You know, it's just great. It's just really good, great location. Fantastic. So let's talk about that with location, right? So you've done your research. Your decision-making process have evolved, and you, you're confident that, all right, I found the place, I found the town or the suburb where, where I'm going to set up my location. Now you start looking for an actual, an actual venue, an actual facility where you, can, where you can set up. What are the elements that you go through to, to assess where a good location is or, or not? It really comes down to a lot of things, but the major thing I found is accessibility. Um, as I said, in that Sydney location, we had a choice of a better venue that it was buried. It was so far away from public transport, whereas this one is just people just step off the train and walk across the road. So it, it was. it's probably not the best venue, but it's been the greatest venue. So um, you need to look at, you know, if people have to come off a main thoroughfare and turn more than three times, they usually just don't bother with it, you know. And what I mean by that is just if I'm going on a main thoroughfare through a city or a regional area and you just you know, turn left, right, left, there it is. Um, it's been a little formula I've used. Uh, and, and as people know, you know, everyone here that's um, been involved in setting up a martial arts school, you can spend a lot more on advertising if you've got a place that's pretty much not known about. So sometimes I see the rent as an investment in my marketing and I, and I balance that. So... If you've got a big signage, it's easy, accessible, and it's in a in an area that may have other activities similar to yours, like a gym, massage therapist, um, you know, an indoor centre of some activity where people come. It really is a um, uh, a factor in making a decision. You don't really want to be next to a trucking company on one side, a diesel mechanic on the other. Um, you know, or or a noisy sort of industrial area, um, because it just 
might be cheaper, <laughs> but you'd be punished in the long run because people just don't want to bring their kids there. So it really comes down to thinking like a parent bringing a child or a, a person who's, you know, finished their day at the office or even a tradesperson. You know, they, they just want to come somewhere. It's nice, it's clean, it's easy to get to, good parking, well lit, and lighting's a key thing, especially when I time I visited other martial arts schools and, you know, you needed a torch to get in through the car park. It's just little things like that that makes a massive difference. So, Kevin, I find it interesting that you mentioned that you favour accessibility to the actual venue itself. Now, once you've found this venue, how do you then, do you do random visits at random time of the day or how do you just further assess if this is, you know, before you sign on the dotted line? Yeah, I think that's really important for people um, uh, setting up a new location. You should actually go there during the key times, you'll have a timetable. So at this point, I would have a um, a uh, ghost timetable as uh, written up roughly what days and nights uh, we'd run classes based on our lo- other locations and what works already. Uh, and then, then I go to the area and sort of drive around and just see because of the you know, school, there's always going to be schools nearby or businesses closing or, or whatever. And you just need to get a feel as a parent, you know, dropping your child off, uh, getting there after work, you know, what, what, how hard is it to get there? You know, you know some locations are gridlocked at 3.30 p.m., so you might have to review your timetable. Uh, nighttime is always important for safety of your, your um, uh, students as they come and go. And the parents, uh, parking accessibility, uh, walking distance from public transport, uh, you know, is it a safe walk? You, know, you just, want to, just want to think about all those things. And whilst you may not be able to tick every single box uh, of that list of things I mentioned, if you can get close, um, it'll work much better for you. Okay, so we've, we've covered a lot of the foundational stuff and I want to be respectful of your time, but I, I do want to cover something. And this is a question that always comes up a lot you know, different business structures and how you go about it. Now, you mentioned that you select a location that's that's within the 30 to 60-minute range, but obviously the goal is for you to open the location and not completely run it forever. So you want to have somebody else in charge. Now, I know you've got a few business structures, uh, three that you that you potentially work with, but if you don't mind sharing just like, what is your favorite business structure for your next location to and up and why you prefer that? With my experiences, I've tried many different formulas. I find under license um, seems to work the best for me. Um, And and that means we have someone who has grown within your organisation and then they can branch out and open the next location. Now, that person would be um, obviously one of your instructor team or ready to become part of your instructor team uh, and have the financial backing to put themselves into the position and that sometimes we do work out a financial arrangement of, of our, like helping set up as part of the um, license agreement. They're primarily under license. So it gives, it gives a person autonomy. It gives them their own identity still under your umbrella and in structure, which enables them to um, be very, very successful because all the hard work's already done. All right, Kevin, we've got lots more to talk about and I'll lead into that. But if you don't mind sharing, we got together a couple of months ago and I started asking questions just about 
your process and you spoke at one of our events prior for our, our partners group, the Partners Intensive. So we decided to get you back on, depending when you're listening to this, we either have the, the full program released or you're still in time for the event. Um, but we decided to get together and my job was to extract all your knowledge and help put it together. And we've come up with the, the whole format, the whole blueprint, the next profitable location blueprint. And do you mind just sharing a little bit why the program and who will benefit most from that? Over the years, um, you know, I by default, I started public speaking at seminars and events. Uh, been privileged to do it pretty much all over the world and um, met a lot of fantastic people along the way. And I, every time, you know, people would ask me, how, how do you do this? How do you do that? And I sort of give them a rough idea. Uh, and after our discussion, I thought, well, it'd be remiss of me not to package it up so other people have the opportunity to, um, you know, get their next uh, location up and profitable and running successfully uh, without having to go through all the pitfalls. Um, and my ideas aren't grandiose or, um, you know, unrealistic. They're all measurable. Um, and they're all obtainable. So, you know, I, I think it's a great opportunity for people to um, plug in and, um, you know, have a listen. And, and, and we've been very successful, and I wish nothing but success for everybody else in the industry. I have to add, that is a really modest way of, of putting it. <laughs> um, from the perspective of, of helping Kevin, um, you know, putting, putting all this together and breaking down the modules from how to fit out all the facilities, how to maximize your space, um, the organic marketing approach you take, which I have to say next level, you know, before, and this is coming from a marketing guy, this is a, just the setting up the right foundations to, to get your school growing and, and thriving way before you take on any paid type marketing campaigns. Yes. Yeah, so the approach is just, I have to commend you. It's, it's, it's really, yeah, it's really phenomenal. Well, thank you, George. And I look, I, I truly hope, you know, people do take the opportunity because they will benefit. It's, um, you know, we, we called it Next Profitable Location Blueprint because it, it really, it's about your next location. We want it to be profitable and the blueprint is your map. It's, it's clearly, you know, and we've done all the heavy lifting and um, if you follow the steps, uh, you know, I'm, I or had nothing but success so far. And um, you've got 40 years of mistakes condensed and cleaned and polished and <laughs> out the other side already. So, um, yeah, well, thank you very much. Perfect. And we'll leave all the details where you can access either the event, if you're in time, or the actual recorded program. It'll be on martialartsmedia.com forward slash 129. The number's 129. Kevin, thanks so much for sharing so generously, and we'll speak again. Thank you very much, George. Looking forward to it. Awesome. Thanks for listening. If you want to connect with other top smart martial arts school owners and have a chat about marketing, lead generation, what's working now, and or just have a, a gentle rant about things that are happening in the industry, then I want to invite you to join our Facebook group. It's a private Facebook group and in there I share a lot of extra videos and downloads and worksheets, things that are working for us when we work, help school owners grow and share a couple of video interviews and a bunch of cool extra resources. So uh, it's called the Martial Arts Media Community, and an easy way to access it is if you just go to the domain name martialartsmedia.com.
group. So martialartsmedia.group, G-R-O-U-P. Uh, there's no .com or anything. martialartsmedia.group. That will take you straight there. Uh, request to join and I will accept your invitation. Thanks. I'll speak to you on the next episode. Cheers. Ladies and gentlemen, that will conclude this evening's entertainment. Thanks for listening. If you need help building your martial arts school, check out martialartsmedia.com. 